0: Welcome to The Thriving Life, where we help women navigate the world while wearing multiple hats. On this podcast, you'll be equipped with mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you lead your life, thrive, and have it all without sacrifice and burnout. I'm your hostess, Uma Oguta, and I'm here to make having it all less intimidating. So grab a seat, kick your shoes off, and let's talk. Hello, Thriving family. Welcome to another podcast episode. Today, I have a treat for you. I'm going to be sharing a journal entry from March 2017. This is when I was just coming out of my burnout experience, and it's going to be amazing. Now, I'm sharing this because fall tends to be a season of reflection for me. I celebrate my birthday in September, and that tends to be the end of the year in my books, And then I start off in October reflecting and really thinking about the next year and what I might love to do, who I want to be. I also remember that the fall used to be the beginning of anxiety and stress and overwhelm for me because of all of the holiday traditions, all of the expectations and all the things that I thought I had to do. And I'm sure there's so many of you who can relate because... There's so many things that we feel we're obligated to participate in, even though we never signed up for that. And so my intention for you is to give you a little bit of a perspective shift from a time when I wasn't even sure what I was doing. So that if you're finding yourself already tensed, already worried and anxious about the fall season and the months that are to come, you'll know there's another way. If you're wondering if there could be another way, if another way is possible, Maybe this is the year where you finally say enough is enough to the stress, to the overwhelm, to the anxiety, and you still get to do the things you want to do and enjoy the rest of the year with more peace and calm. Now, by the time I wrote this journal entry, I had left a high-stress job as a quality assurance auditor in clinical trials, and I had started having boundaries around work and life obligations, but I was still feeling that pull of guilt and shame from resenting my kids. And also just like shame from not trying to do it all like other women that I saw or other moms. And I want to invite you to listen with open ears. I also want you to listen to the end because I'm going to share one thing that you can start doing today that's going to change everything for you. And I think this has been the key to a lot of my clients breakthroughs and I know it will be the same for you. Okay, you ready? Here goes. We recently celebrated International Women's Day, and it was funny that I happened to complete reading Cheryl Sandberg's Lean In two days before it. I planned on doing a post about my journey as a woman, professionally and on the home front. And something she said in the book really resonated with me. She said, effective communication starts with the understanding that there is my point or view, which is my truth, and someone else's point of view, his truth. Rarely is there one absolute truth. So people who believe that they speak the truth are very silencing of others. When we recognize that we can see things only from our own perspective, we can share our views in a non-threatening way. These words resonate so well with me, especially in this day and age. And just taking a look back at my life in the last three to five years, if you had told me this about 10 years ago, I would have argued with you on so many grounds about what is absolute truth. But with my experiences, especially working as an auditor, a pretty good one if I do say so myself, I have learned two things. Number one, truth is only as true as the person who says and believes it. Number two, there's always room for finding a common ground if people can learn to hear each other out. Unfortunately, it's easier said than done. As a young wife and mother, I cannot count how many times I have been faced with the struggle between being a good wife and mother and having my career based on the books I have read, the things I have heard or seen, and most importantly, my background as a Nigerian. I grew up in a house where my mother had to choose between her career and children, and I think she did a good job of balancing both until I almost got kidnapped at about seven or eight years old. She pushed her career aside and faced her children. We loved it. I mean, we came home to mom every school day, and as soon as we got home, it was endless talking from us. I don't even think there was a time we ever stopped to ask her how her day was. She gave up a lot for her children, and I often wonder how much of what she sacrificed for us was shaped by culture, religion, and society. As much as I love my children, there are days I just want them to be out of the house, So I can rest from the constant whining, screaming, and fighting. In fact, now I do a double take when I don't hear a sound for 30 minutes. But then I go to work and I can't wait to go home and see them. It feels very complicated. When I was in my final year in my nutritional sciences degree, I learned something very valuable about myself. I can't do it all. Yep, been there, done that, can't and don't even want to try to do it all. You see, up until that time, I was superwoman. I was taking two classes and a lab in clinical nutrition. This class was no joke. I worked 40 hours a week, sewed clothes for people at night and on weekends, attended choir practice on Saturdays, attended church activities on Sundays, Tuesdays, and one Friday a month. The longest I slept most days was four hours or six hours split into two three-hour sessions. My circadian cycle was regulated by my alarm clock. Yep, I did it all. And I didn't even feel a thing because I had missed that little window where my body warned me to slow down. I failed to listen. Toward the end of the school session, I suddenly developed really bad migraines, sleep apnea, stomach cramps, and diarrhea. And oh, don't get me started on the irritable side. I mean, I was not much fun to be around. Even Tony told me that. I lost a lot of weight and my hair was falling out and I couldn't figure out how to fix it. It was so bad that my doctor had to put me on IBS medications and sternly warned that if things didn't improve in three months, I would have to go for further testing to confirm whether or not I had irritable bowel syndrome. And that was my wake up call because I hate medications and I hate hospitals even more. Fast forward a year later, I'm doing much better. It took me almost a year and I'm still a work in progress. I've learned to relax more and tell myself it's okay to sit down and do absolutely nothing. This hasn't been easy. The voices are loud in my head, telling me that I'm a lazy mom and a lazy wife. I don't wash the dishes every day if I don't feel like it. I don't pick up after everyone else if I don't feel like it. I don't cook most days if I don't feel like it. Heck, we even eat cereal for dinner and my family's okay with that. Actually, I think they are. I haven't heard anyone complain yet. (laughs) So why am I saying this and writing this down? Because this is my reminder. As a woman, a daughter, wife, mother and sister, I know what it feels like to let outside messaging dictate how I live my life. I've been down that road. I hated it and I would never go back there. As a Christian, I know how some women I've talked to about the struggle of life and work is, especially for young women, but they think that's just the norm. I mean, I had one woman say to me, if God is a priority to you, you will do everything possible to be active in church and be able to balance work and family. I walked away thinking that the last time I checked, God didn't need me to show him that he is a priority in my life. And that day, I decided to pick and choose what I want and who I want to be for me. Not for my husband, not for my children, not for the church, not for my family, but for me. Now, I'm not saying that all Christian women are like that. I'm actually blessed to be surrounded by other Christian women who advise me about taking it easy and doing what I could but I'll never forget that experience because it left a bad taste in my mouth. And so here's my takeaway. Are you a woman who just wants to stay home and raise her children? Go for it. Do you want to work full-time, part-time? Decide and do it. Do you want to own your own business? Let's go. Are you fighting for social justice? Fight hard. Do you want to change the world? Let's do it. I believe that there's a time and place for women to bring their many talents and gifts to the table. However, if our opinions differ, let us reason together and find a common ground while respecting each other's person and truth. Womanhood is not a straight journey. We have so many seasons and phases that shape who we become. We have to learn to adapt to those seasons and do what we can so that when the next chapter shows up, We can totally embrace it and give it our best shot. So please, fellow women, be your sister's keeper. Encourage her. Be real with her. Praise her. Correct her with love. Mentor her. Try not to envy her because you don't know her story. Support her. The world already has a lot thrown our way. We don't need to feel victimized by our own kind, too. Be comfortable in your truth and who you are. You stand to lose your sense of self when you allow outside messaging to who you are over who your soul desires you to be. End of entry. Now, friends, I wish I could say this has changed much today, but it hasn't. And I really want to invite you, if this story resonates with you, I want you to know that you're not alone. There's hope for you. It's not too late to decide today, right now, that something has to change. Don't worry about how. I told you that I'm going to share one thing that's going to change everything. This is it. Are you ready? Make a decision. You must decide first that you no longer wish to live life just the way it has always been. Defined by other people's interpretation of your truth. You must decide to do what it takes to change and do what you want. I know it can feel scary and impossible. And I want to tell you as a woman who has experienced burnout twice, because when I wrote this in March 2017, that was my first experience. And then in less than a year, I had another burnout experience, which I'll talk about in a future episode. What I can tell you is that it is possible to live a life where you're living and waking up invigorated to face your day. You're probably not going to get it right the first time. But that's the whole point. It's not about when we get there, it's about who we become. And this is what I do with my clients through one on one mentorship. It's not that you don't want to change bad enough. Sometimes we think, I don't want it bad enough. It's not that. It's that the voices of expectations and traditions are louder than what our soul desires. And that's what we work on privately. You learn how to quiet the noise so that you can actually hear yourself. You won't need confidence. Confidence is a product of the work that we do together. And if this resonates with you, I would love to talk to you about how you can create that life where you don't have to sacrifice your health and well-being ever again. How you can create a life where you're happy and thriving naturally. It's just a part of who you are. A life where your partner and children love being around you and they can't wait to be around you. Not for what you do for them, but for who you are and they just love your company. When this happens, your life changes. Asking for help becomes easier. They're happy to support your dreams. They're happy to support you at home. Because they know that you matter. You don't have to tell them. They just know. I've walked dozens of women through this. And I'd love to partner with you. Book a call using the link in the podcast notes. Or go to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash coaching to learn more. And if you're not quite ready yet, I get it. I would still love for you to come and join my email list, Permission Granted. Where we do this work Every week, I send out emails on Tuesdays to help you get the confidence and create that work, the change that you desire. oliveandbliss.ca forward slash join to join Permission Granted. It's free and I would love for you to be a part of that community. All right, my friends, decide to chase slow this season. I'm curious to know how this podcast has changed things for you. Has it sparked thoughts? come find me on IG. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness, or you can leave a review if you haven't done so before. Have a beautiful week and as always, keep thriving.